everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find, as I'm sure you just heard me scrambling my papers around trying to act professional. Um, <laughs> there's a... There's no end in sight to this Dave Chappelle fiasco, so just get used to me talking about it, I guess. And, you know, I thought that uh, Dave, and, and I, before I even get into this, I, w- I want to tell you something, all right? I wish no ill will toward Dave Chappelle. I wish no ill will toward um, Jerry Seinfeld or, or any of these people who come out and say silly things and expect me to clap for them. It, that's their life. If that's what they want to do, they can do it. Just like I can sit here and critique them, because right now that's what I want to do. I won't always be doing this, but for the time, you know, I find it interesting, and I also find it interesting that they're so ready to portray themselves as victims all the time. And I was, again, as I was just trying to express that I f- I find the cancel culture argument counterintuitive to comedy and it's disrespectful of comedy and how comedy works even as i'm just trying to say that i get jumped on by this man's fans screaming at the top of their lungs that i need to bow down before dave Chappelle and worship him or else jesus is going to come after me or whatever they're saying today i was informed i didn't know to be completely honest with you because I don't pay that much attention to celebrity gossip but eventually it makes its way down the pipeline and you know finds its way to me and um, so something about Dave Chappelle was supposedly attacked with his transsexual friend or something like that the thing that I find interesting about claims like that is that oftentimes they're exaggerated you saw what happened with the Black Lives Matter protests where they specifically lied and said that it was specifically Black Lives Matter protesters who were uh, destroying property. And then it was later found that a lot of these people were from out of town, were from organizations like the Proud Boys, the Boogaloo Boys. And a lot of that just got left out. And I'm sure that something similar like that is going to happen here. I looked and looked and looked for some video of Dave Chappelle being accosted. I'll even check again just to be 100% sure. Dave Chappelle, I'm typing it in, you can hear it. Attacked by protesters. And obviously a video should pop right up. And you see nothing. Nothing. All I see are this one uh, particular incident where it says that this person was attacked. But this is on Fox News where it says this. And other outlets like... um, (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Listen to this, all right? This is what the Fox News article says. This is the headline. Netflix protesters furious over Chappelle special attack man. Okay? So that's... Attack, attack man with we like Dave sign, right? And so I saw this video, and basically what happens is um, this: these two protesters who are uh, protesting on um, different sides bump into each other, 
and the one guy grabs the sign and takes it out of his hand. You don't see what happens up to that point, though. And so when you're when you're picking through occurrences like that, it makes me very suspicious. Oftentimes we find out later that there's more to the story. We don't know what was said to the man. We don't know what was done to the man who then attacked. We don't know. We weren't there. They pick it up where he's pulling the sign out of his hand. They don't show the full thing. But right below Fox News is the BBC. And the headline, it's the same story, but it's a completely different headline. It says, Netflix staff protests against transphobic Dave Chappelle show. And that's all it says. And then here's the NBC News headline. Hundreds rally outside Netflix to protest Dave Chappelle's special. And then look at YouTube. And YouTube is a right-wing propaganda platform and it says woke woke netflix mob attacks man for liking dave chappelle and so you see what the right does and how they like to manipulate headlines uh the left does the same thing i do it intentionally specifically because i know that there are going to be right-wing headlines that are ridiculous like this and so i make my own ridiculous headlines too this is a common thing in news okay it's a war of words and you can't just take these people's word for it especially not fox news i mean why would you listen to a report that was in fox news it's obviously going to be alive it's fox news there's not even any any debate over it but anyway should he have taken the sign out of his hand the the correct answer i don't know i don't know if if the other person was trying to harm him with the sign i don't know um if he had tried to harm him in some other way i don't know if they bumped into each other and he thought that he was trying to harm him and so just reacted protests get very tense things get done that people don't necessarily mean and i don't think the answer to that is necessarily just okay well now we don't we can't listen to protesters anymore because now they're killing us for liking dave Chappelle. that's not what happened you're being ridiculous when you make that assumption you don't have all the information yet you're making an assumption you didn't like what you saw on the TV, and so now you're just it's just to hell with liberals again. Just like always, that's what you always do. You people in America, you Americans, you always do this. As soon as one unsavory thing is said or done, you, you say to hell with the whole movement. Well, that's not a way to act. That's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. It's a fallacy. It's a logical fallacy. The term that you people are always pimping and throwing all all over the internet but you never apply it to yourselves you're being illogical all right now when it comes to um the transsexual woman who uh, led the walkout apparently she said some racist things i looked at the tweets um i definitely don't agree with her comments you know that they were in poor taste i mean she's talking about asian people and all kinds of weird stuff I saw it and I was kind of like, see, like, this is why I don't agree with leaders. I think that leaders in general are people who are, you know, they're they're put up there as leaders. And let me tell you something. This woman doesn't speak for me. OK, I love Asian people. I've been very outspoken about that. I have no ill will toward them. I've been very good friends with them my entire life. One of my first um, girlfriends with, was Asian. I, I it, there's literally I don't see a bad person when I look at Asian people. So whenever I see anyone say negative things about Asian people, it always kind of irritates me. So 
anyone who says it. it doesn't matter if they're on the left or the right. I did the whole episode about Steven Crowder, and I'm, I'm mentioning this briefly right now. Don't do that. It's not funny. It doesn't matter if you're black or transsexual or whatever. There's no reason to, to mock Asian people. Okay, so let's just get that out of the way because I know that a lot of people on the right are now saying, see, look, the woke mob, they don't like Asian people, see? Because one person, one person made a stupid comment on their Twitter feed. And what's hilarious about that, right, is that this is, this is the right's way of getting back at liberals for looking at their tweets that they send out. Because they said, you did the same thing to Kevin Hart, you did the same thing to Kevin Hart. I just hear Trump every time. You know, you did the same thing to Kevin Hart. You canceled Kevin Hart. You didn't let him host the White People Awards. And it's like, when I remember when I heard that and I was like, uh, you, oh, you don't have to host the Oscars? Good. That's going to be, that's going to kill your career. People who host the Oscars generally don't do much after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, let, let's, you know, people who do these award shows. They they're too mainstream after that, you know. People kind of kind of start to get bored with them. Once you once you reach the level where you're doing award shows, that's old people humor. There's, there's nothing risque or edgy in there because it is. It's supposed to be a civil night where people get along, and so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's good for Kevin Hart's career. I mean, I think it's hilarious that he was all over the news, right? Because they were like, "Oh, see this this transsexual. She said that." But Kevin Hart can't make fun of gay people. So what did the cancel culture, the anti-cancel culture folk do? Well, they did the same thing that the cancel culture folk do. You know what that proves? It proves that both sides are the same. It doesn't prove that the right is better than the left. And it doesn't prove that the left is better than the right. It proves that you're both the same and you always do the same thing. So why doesn't everyone just allow people to do it? And stop. Stop trying to make it so that one side is silenced and the other gets to talk all the time. That's what's going on. That's the, the war of words, okay? But briefly, I wanted to, brie I wanted to read to you an um, article by Jesse David Fox that I thought was very appropriate for the Dave Chappelle incident because if you notice, it's caused massive chaos now. There have been protests in the streets. People are freaking out. People are becoming violent with each other, all because Dave Chappelle thinks he's funny. And a, a lot of men think that Dave Chappelle is funny. Remember what I told you? When they, when they brag and they boast about their Rotten Tomatoes scores, most of those... This is statistically true. The vast majority of those reviews are written by straight white men. That's just the truth. Look it up. I'm not making it up. And of course, straight white men are going to love it when you make fun of transsexuals. So of course, he has an extremely high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't surprise me at all. But Rotten Tomatoes is not the people. That's not all the people. That's some of the people. It's the straight white male people. So straight white men love Dave Chappelle. Okay, great. Great. Good for you. That does not impress me. This article is titled, When Jokes Fail. It's in um, Vulture. It was written on uh, January 8th, 2021. It's by Jesse David Fox. 
If you ask any comedian what their first job is, they'll say some version of making people laugh. Conversations about what the art form can do are secondary to the primary transaction. Laughing makes people feel better, and comedians, because of myriad deep-seated psychological needs, really enjoy making people feel better. In turn, political comedy's first goal is to make people feel better about politics. But what if it can't? Donald Trump, like he did with many institutions of our culture, tested and proved its limits. Late night shows, by design, like very expensively produced sleep aids. Insert Bill Maher here, by the way. Before the widespread popularity of melatonin gummies, CBD gummies, or low-dose THC gummies. Always gummies. Freud would have a field day. People watched the jokes of a white man in a suit to help them wind down. Whether due to substance restrictions, habit, or preference, millions still do. If you read enough about the theory of joke making, it generally comes down to how jokes relieve some combination of conflict, tension, and ambiguity. The type of stuff that keeps a person up. To help people process these feelings, topical humor's primary tool is exaggeration. It makes sense. You make a terrible thing seem smaller by comparing it to the comically unbelievable. But... As many comedians have explained to me, the problem with Trump was he already was the logical or even illogical endpoint. There was no more room to exaggerate. Take a break and process that for a moment. Do me a favor. Think about what was said. Comedy is meant to relieve conflict, tension, and ambiguity. Ambiguity. What is ambiguity? It's the quality of being open to more than one interpretation, inexactness. Okay? Now let me ask you a question. Are the jokes that Dave Chappelle is telling relieving conflict? The answer, as you saw in the streets out in front of Netflix, is a clear no. Are Dave Chappelle's jokes relieving tension? I don't know. Do you feel tense when you're in a uh, heated argument in the uh, out in front of uh, the Netflix headquarters tearing signs out of each other's hands, acting like animals on both sides? Does that relieve your tension? No. Are Dave Chappelle's jokes relieving ambiguity where you have different interpretations of similar concepts? No, they're exasperating it. So no, 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 you are not right. Dave Chappelle is causing an all-out political brawl between people who identify with the LGBTQIA movement and people who identify with the free speech movement. So he's creating a war. He's not making anyone feel any better at all. I understand that his fans feel great, right? Because he's promoting their dogma. So they love it. But the people who aren't interested in the dogma have been turned off. They, 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 they're over it. That's my point. Dave Chappelle's humor is not serving a purpose anymore. And people like Dave Chappelle. 
not serving a purpose. It's making political tensions in the country worse. So the question becomes if we're actually making things worse, and we know that we're making things worse. And Dave Chappelle knows he's making things worse. He was on, you know, some article today talking about, I'm not backing down. This is a man who is obsessed with pushing his politics onto people. And on top of that, he thinks that if he does that enough, that's going to make them feel better. His comedy is not making people feel better, and therefore it's not good comedy anymore. Hate to break it to you, but them's the facts. All right, everyone. Um, you can always visit us at morecontenttalk.wordpress.com. You can follow us on Twitter at more underscore content PLS. You can check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at all one word, lowercase letters, more content talk. All right. I hope you have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Farewell, folks. Thank <laughs> you.